Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And I spent 12 months interviewing 500 thought leaders to really get at the core of what is credibility. Uh, There's a book now called Credibility Nation that you could pick up. And more importantly, is you could listen to the interviews on this podcast. I've taken three particular interviews, which are anywhere between four to eight minutes long, combine them together, and you can listen to how the thought leader presents themselves, the types of questions being asked, and do they show up as credible or not credible? There's a lot to learn, a lot to grow, a lot to actually experience. So take a listen. If you like what you hear, spread some cred dust and click on the like button and share with your friends. And uh, enjoy. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is David Goldsmith, who is the president of Goldsmith Organization. He advises and provides consultation services to decision makers in commerce, nonprofits, associations, and organizations, including the military, government, and education. David, welcome. Welcome. How are you? I'm awesome, and it is so great to have you join me. And just so the audience knows, could you please share, what is your CPOP? What is your customer point of pain? It is uh, CEOs of various industries and different size companies helping them to see paradigm shift thinking. (sighs) That's a deep breath. Having sat in the board of a public company, if you're sitting in the world that we live in today, having run a decade worth of CEO networking groups, what happens is every now and then something happens, like the internet, like a virus that's a pandemic, like uh, 911, like in fill in the blank. I like, love how you nailed it for pandemic. So we've got that right on. on yeah, like, like a movement from the industrial age to something else. And what needs to happen is that CEO needs to think about the world in a completely different way. And I've seen it and I've seen CEOs reject it. And the fact that you could help paint that picture for people is just pretty awesome. Tell me a little bit more. What do you do? I, when I enter into an organization or company or industry, whatever it may be, what I tend to be able to do is bring together different sources of information, having worked with over 300 different industries, uh, working around the globe. I've lived in Hong Kong for 10 years, lived in Europe, lived in the United States, and I've traveled about 300,000 miles a year. So I go in and I can, I hate the word cross-pollinate because I'm doing more than that, but I find opportunities where people don't see them that they might have thought otherwise. So I'll give you a quick example. Worked with a company in Bangladesh. They have 25,000 employees. Guy didn't want to hire me, and he did. We walk into this factory, and within two hours, we took a a little small unit and took them from 24 people down to eight and tripled production. And then by the end of the day, we had eight fat, we were doing 463 pieces per hour per day. 
with no new equipment. By the time I left, we were 808 pieces per hour per day. And that with the same amount of 3,000 employees in this one facility. So it's the ability to be able to see what other people don't see. Now, that's not to say I'm super or genius. I just have a skill set like an artist has a skill set. I have a writer can sit and write differently than I can perform. So I see and bring it together in all different industries, nanotechnology, aerospace, water and sewage construction, retail, you name it, anywhere in the world. Now, so by the way, absolutely beautiful. And you, you answered a little bit of this next question with what you did, so feel free to repeat, and that is uh, share with the audience where you have credibility to do what you do. Well, my, it's hard to pat yourself on the back in this type of environment. Oh, no, no, I'm actually giving you permission. Please. Oh, I, I know. Please so pat my yourself on the back. My background is organic chemistry, physics, calculus. I'm all sciences, and I started my first business while I was in university. I missed all my final exams. So back when Michael Dell started and all those people, we started a business. We were on seven campuses in New York State, three in California. And having worked in so many different industries from printing to production to uh, working in clean rooms, any type of industry, what I was able to do was work now on every continent, uh, except I haven't worked in um, one of the polls. I have worked with over the CEOs of Maersk, Dole, Tektronics, Infosys, Wipro, Illinois Toolworks. So the exposure that I've gotten to large-scale, small-scale technological innovations taught at NYU, all of those I was able to bring together, I'm able to bring together. So when someone asks me a question, it's not, I have to go research it, I have to do that. You want to know about Sri Lanka, you want to know about South Africa, you want to know what's going on in Japan or, or in Colombia. The, the information is there. And so my credibility comes from having worked with all these industries and all these environments and all these spaces and then bringing them together. And, and just as a publisher, I have to point out, one of your books has, what, 279,000 words? You have to put it in context. <laughs> no, 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 no you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. So okay. You're, but uh, the average individual does not know what that means. So a typical book is 30 to 50,000 words that people look for. A big book is 100,000. And this is 297,000 words. So you don't do that by making those types smaller. It's the, the space between. It's like, the, it's like the yellow pages all dedicated to And the to quality you. of paper. The, it's the, the David the, Goldsmith yellow pages. 297,000, which took 12 years to write, 14 complete revisions, 52 countries mentioned in the book, and over 400 examples. And they didn't make it in the book if they didn't work in That's the amazing. real world. That's amazing. So- so that's part of answering that next question is how do you go about sharing your credibility? Do a variety of things. Uh, obviously written a book. Uh, I've, I speak like most individuals who are in this space do. Uh, I do write. I have two podcasts that I'm running right now. One is called The Age of Infinite. Another one is called Redefining Tomorrow. But I did also 150 interviews back in the 2000s with people like Tom Peters and Zig Ziglar and Keith Ferrazzi and all of those names. So uh, a lot of my, my street cred comes from being out and speaking. 
and the industries that I've been involved in are different. So uh, I had a company, we did computational social science, artificial intelligence, machine learning. So that gave me one audience. And then I have another business that's involved in patent development. So I've got patents on cell phone technology, battery technology. And so I'm in another audience and the combination of those audiences helped to bring everything together. I don't know if I said that well. No, I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm thinking, I'm, I, you know, what, what happens is I, I project myself into the mind of your prospect. And I go, hmm, did you answer all the questions you need to? And you really did. And I so taught it, I taught at NYU for 12 years. I don't know if that. There we go. There we go. And, and the other thing that's interesting is, is you like input and you like data and you will look at the world and see how things are constructed and we construct where appropriate. And, and so I, I'm speaking now, here, I'm gonna lean in. I'm speaking to the CEO, who you know you need a paradigm shift. You may not uh, say this to the board, you may not say this to your employees. If you don't know that, by the way, you will be removed from office. So if you know you need a paradigm shift and you wanna have some amazing human to talk to, to help you think through what might be appropriate for you, you want to talk to David Goldsmith. David, how best can people reach out to you? Easiest way is david at davidgoldsmith.com. That is the easiest. But I'm at Goldsmith on Twitter. LinkedIn is easy. I reply. I think I'm on 10 different platforms or now 12 different platforms for connection. But the basic one is david at davidgoldsmith.com. And I do get back very quickly with people. I, and so I think that's hey. probably. Well, yeah, you can go to Instagram and you can go to at Mr. David Goldsmith. I think we're going to change that, but there's all different ways. You could find me fairly easily. I look like me. So there just look go. for someone who looks like me. Well, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. You're welcome. And, you. and for those listening, those watching, you know this episode's important. You know this episode should be shared. So click on the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. Welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans and stay seated. Shannon is one of those amazing humans. So we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Shannon Reed, who's an ad exec, digital entrepreneur, sought after thought leader and public speaker. She's an experienced entrepreneur and business leader with a demonstrated history of winning and growing client businesses and shepherding them through digital transformation. Shannon, great to see you. Great to see you too. I am so honored to have you on the show. And, and just so the audience knows, could you share yep. your customer point of pain, your CPOP? Sure. Brand marketers and brand executives who are struggling with the ever-changing world of media and especially digital media and data. Wow. That is so huge. So I'm thinking about this. So I, <laughs> when I was sitting on the board of a public firm, when I was running uh, a decade worth of CEO networking firms, change then was huge. Change now is double, triple, quadruple that. Um, yes. So that's really fascinating. So tell me more. What do you do? Sure. Uh, so quite, I quite often start by trying to understand exactly what their pain point is. We have clients and customers and clients I've worked with over the years who 
struggle with a change in Google or a change in Facebook, a different algorithm, a new piece of data, a new data source, a new data provider. Who do I use for this marketing tech stack or for that internet uh, reach out? Or how do I bring this data together and start to build, tell better customer stories? Am I measuring the right thing? There's so many challenging questions. And the challenge many marketers face is that there's so many possible answers. And how do you start to untangle those and make sure that you can choose the right one that's best for your customer, but also for you. And I always encourage my clients, please start with the consumer. Start from a consumer's point of view. One of my favorite recent examples is Google deprecating the third-party cookie. Everybody went crazy. All of our friends on the, on the business just started lighting up all sorts of boards about what it meant and what it was gonna do. And I sat my clients down and said, let's understand what a third-party cookie is first. Let's understand what it does for a consumer. Let's understand what it does for us. And now let's make an informed decision about what it means to us as a business, what we're gonna give up, but potentially what we're gonna gain. And let's make sure that together, we're on the right side of history when we move forward with this change. Oh, it's so elegant. Oh, uh, thank you. Could you share, uh, so I know this, but could you share with okay. the audience uh, where you have credibility to do what you do? And, and I forgot, I need my hat for this interview. So I'm going to oh. this part way through. Okay. I've got my sunglasses. You've got your hat. We're doing well. Okay. This feels right. It feels right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> my credibility. So I would say my credibility, I actually got asked to do this once where I said, please put credibility on a slide. And what I put up were all the logos of all of the companies that I had worked with over the years as clients. I started in digital media in 1999. So I hate to admit a little over 20 years ago. And uh, internet bubble, internet burst, started my own digital media agency out of that internet burst that I ran for 14 years called Morpheus Media, which you'll remember. And we were so lucky to serve some of the world's most prestigious brands and help them navigate the world of online advertising that they had never touched. We truly brought them online for the first time, which was an amazing experience. I parlayed that experience into starting to work inside some of the holding companies. And I've worked inside two of the world's biggest holding companies and had the pleasure of working on billion dollar brands, spending billions of dollars in media. And a new challenge for me of bringing the digital world to the traditional world and how do we bring all of it together? Because when a client turns to me and says, how do, you, how do we manage our, our digital strategy? My answer is there is no digital strategy. It's a strategy. Everything is digital. So how do we bring it all together? And how do we navigate the data? And how do we, again, going back to the original thought, make sure that our consumers are getting the best experience from us? It's so funny. During the dot-com days, I was that guy going around to, to CEOs, VP of operations, saying there's this new technology <laughs> that will allow us to talk directly to customers. And by the way, that convoluted supply chain, you're going to have your yeah. subcomponent manufacturers ship directly to your clients. And I had people say, that's not going to happen. And then they said, well, we what's the crazy. internet strategy? And I said, no, what's the strategy? <laughs> that's right. You were ahead of your time. You were ahead of your time. <laughs> well, it's different. Every, every time something happens, when we transform, something new happens. And, and there are people like you that we need to help us figure out how do we communicate not just internally, but externally, not just externally to customers, but to stakeholders and, and everyone else we need to play with. Now, brings mm -hmm. me to that next question. How do you mm -hmm. go about sharing your credibility? Sure. So a lot of times that happens in private moments with clients where I've been given a challenge or there is that big kind of crazy question in the room that nobody knows how to tackle. And it comes with, 
thought leadership or a workshop or a way to train a, a new set of talent within their organization to understand that challenge. Uh, and I love doing those things. I love being the person to untangle the complexity on behalf of their business. And, and I truly believe that one of my superpowers, if I could say that so boldly, is truly making those complex moments quite simple. And again, going back to Kathy from the consumer's point of view first. Uh, when it comes to the outside world, I have some tremendous opportunities that I've been given the, the fortune of participating in. I do, as you mentioned in my intro, get called on to be a thought leader on occasion, uh, speaking on panels, when getting quoted in newspaper articles or getting interviewed for newspaper articles. Uh, all of that is a tremendous opportunity to share my opinion and my point of view, and I very much enjoy doing that, and I always hope that it helps serve somebody on the other side. When I have the opportunity to be on a panel, I challenge myself a little bit. Um, I challenge myself to make sure that I bring something to that panel that helps at least one person in the audience walk away with a question or something that they need to go back to research on behalf of their business and help push their business forward. I also challenge myself to make sure that I walk away with something, whether it's from one of my co-panelists or from a question in the audience, and I almost always do. And that's really the most rewarding piece of that. Mm. That's so beautiful. And by the way, I'm going to state something. You said that you're occasionally called upon to be a thought leader. You are always a thought leader. You're occasionally <laughs> called upon to get quoted in the press because you're, you're- That is fair. Are. Okay. Um, that is fair. Thank you. <laughs> listen, Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> you know, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this and you're sitting inside a firm and you're saying, man, what's happening with our media strategy? Where do we go? Who are we? What do we do? I need to talk to a thought leader- uh, in the space who really has been there, done that, and is good at what she does, uh, mm -hmm. reach out to Shannon Reed. Shannon, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? Super simple. I am at Shannon on Twitter. Uh, got that one early. Good part about being in digital media. And on LinkedIn, I'm at Shannon Reed. That sounds Find too easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. Hey, thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And Listen, if you're watching this, you're listening to this, you, you know that this conversation needs to be shared. You know that there are people in your community that really should listen and enjoy it the way you have. So click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Father of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. Welcome to this special credibility episode of Father of Your Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Philippe Buisseau, who is the co-founder and managing partner at Blue Dots Partners. He's also a best-selling author, growth expert, entrepreneur, venture capitalist, and expert. Philippe, welcome. Thank you. It's great to have you here. And I, just so the audience gets a better feeling for you, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Well, it's Monday morning at eight o'clock. Every CEO, business leaders, and entrepreneur is wondering, what do I need to do to grow my business faster and beat my competitors? <laughs> so that is a beautiful CPOP by having sat on the board of a public firm, having uh, run a number of CEO networking groups for a decade. That is the question that everyone asks. So, so tell me a little bit more because we all want to know, what do you do? Well, I've been pondering that question for 30 years for all my business life, and I really wanted to find a clear answer. And the traditional way to grow business, which is to focus on sales, let's hire more salespeople, 
let's compensate the sales reps differently. Let's put more marketing budget. Let's buy a company because they're going to bring revenue. And let's, you know, give a discount. My favorite one is, you know, let's redesign our logo and change our tagline. Those tactics, in my experience, rarely work. And the reason is because they are based on data. They are based on emotions rather than data. They are based on knee-jerk reaction rather than thoughtfulness. And they are based on subjectivity rather than objectivity. Yeah. So basically, you help that CEO on walking through the scenario, walking through the concepts in your book, just figure out what is it they need to do. The big paradigm change, the big new way to think about this problem is based on this fundamental notion that the maximum growth of any business can only be realized when that business and its target market are perfectly aligned. It's the misalignment that creates friction that makes the company not grow as much as it can. So I'm going to say, sorry, I was going to say that sounds really obvious. Yes. And I could tell you that for some odd reason, (laughs) it doesn't always happen. That's correct. Yes. (laughs) But the less obvious thing, and this is really what my new approach is all about, is that I wanted to measure the alignment from zero to hundred percent. I'm a physicist by background and I need to measure. There we go. And the big insight that I had a few years ago was that there are four axes of alignment between any business and its target market. And those are universal. And I found a way to measure it. And by the way of measuring, you can start to understand what the misalignments are. And then based on those insights, you can put a growth playbook together. Beautiful. Love that. So given what you just said, can you share how you have credibility to do what you do? Well, I've been working on this idea for a long time. I, uh, my PhD is in chaos theory, and, and it's particular was focused on the notion that you can change a naturally chaotic system to a naturally organized system by changing its environment. And if you think about the alignment between the business and its target market by changing its environment, you can realign and you eliminate that friction and you take out this chaotic function and you grow faster. And I have been in Silicon Valley for 30 years. I've been an entrepreneur, a CEO, a venture capitalist. I've been on the board of 20 companies. And I've been really trying to help companies grow faster for a long, long time. I actually studied the e-commerce business at Apple and worked directly for Steve Jobs, which is how I lost my hair, in case you wonder. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. This is not from Steve Jobs, but okay. <laughs> Even though I live in Cupertino. Got it. Right. And I, and I grew that business from zero to $350 million and really understanding how do you grow at such a rapid pace, a business like this. And today's the e-commerce business is over $25 billion for Apple. Yeah, that's crazy cool. And I think you also, you have a, well, we could talk about how do you go about sharing that credibility? Well, I um, speak to corporate events. I go to conferences and do keynote speaking about introducing this new notion of alignment to grow faster. I I wrote a book, um, which is called Aligning the Dots, that is specifically detailed around this new methodology, this new paradigm, and giving, you know, case studies and examples and even tools to use to grow faster. And and that's really, you know, the way I can help people uh, grow their business faster. And you got a blog post that you do right on, and you post a lot on LinkedIn. Yes, I post a lot on LinkedIn. I, I blog uh, regularly on the topic. I also like to identify 
specific blogs and posts from other people that are you know relevant to this topic and that add to the conversation and I repost them and we you know encourage people to read them and share them as well very cool okay so I want to whisper I want to whisper to the CEOs I'm the CEO when if you're waking up on a Monday morning or you're dreading on Sunday night waking up on Monday morning because you don't know if you're going to have the answer of how to grow the way you think you need to grow, the way your board thinks you need to grow, mm-hmm. you're going to want to reach out to Philippe Brassard. I almost got that right. Say that Brissou. for me. Brissou. Brissou. Thank you. Oh, it's this close. <laughs> Philippe, how best can people reach out to you? Well, people can go to my website, which is philippebuissou.com. If it's too hard to write down, they can just go to aligningthedots.com, which again is the title of my book. And uh, they can also connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm very you know, easy to connect with. And finally, if you're a CEO and you're interested in finding a way to grow your business faster, then I would encourage you to visit our website, which is bluedotspartners.com. Beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you so much, Michel. I enjoyed it. Uh, so did I. Absolutely worthwhile. And, and, and for those, listen, you're running a company or you know people that run companies, you want to send this episode to them. You want to click on the like button. And we'll see you in the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. So Bye much. now. Thank you, Michel. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy. And thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research, what I recognize is that we are at war. Those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious. And Dubious Nation is winning a thousand times over. We've got to fix it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to future generations. So come on over to Credibility Nation. Become a member. Take the pledge. Learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world. I look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred-tabulous. Thanks again for listening. Take care. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.